The United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Yes, all right, all right, all right. Good afternoon and welcome to the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. And of course, I got the ever beautiful, the ever present Miss Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, Darian. You ah, are so flattering. That's what I'm talking about. Flattery should get me everywhere. Hey. Somewhere. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I love me some Nancy. Man, I can't get enough Nancy. All right, y'all, we're going to jump right into it. Ain't no sense in wasting time. No time better than the present. Would you believe I cooked for Thanksgiving? Yes, I cooked for Thanksgiving. Now, anybody who knows me, they know I've been cooking since I was knee-high to a billy goat. Mama Sims taught me early how to be ready. And then, of course, I've been taught by some of the greats. One of Actually, my brother, my oldest niece's mother. I'm trying to call stuff the right way. But Samantha, where you ever, wherever you are, Samantha Jackson, thank you, because she taught me how to make chicken and she taught me how to make hamburgers. And that's probably the base of everything that I make, even though I can make it all now, you know. So in the event, I cooked and I made my five cheese bacon jalapeno mac and cheese, baby. Shucky ducky quack quack. And then I added two cheeses to it. So it was like seven cheeses. So my mac and cheese is heavy. If you pick it up, it's heavy. So I did all my thing, man. I did the greens. Oh, my God. God, Daddy Trope, thank you for those those little tidbits. You know, I had to actually holler at him because, you know, he made some greens at my man's repass. And, oh, my God, those greens were crazy. So I kind of recreated them at home, and they worked out. They worked out. So we did that. And then my kids, they, man, they were home. That was, man, that was therapeutic. The band was back together. I got to see my son, and actually— I was looking at him, and he looked like he's a little bit taller than me, man. I was like, wow. See, my dad was 6'3". I ended up coming in at a good 6'2". So, you know, Darian II, a.k.a. DJ Darian Mew Mew, BKA Silk 2.0, let me tell it. <laughs> he's actually taller than me now. And then my daughter, oh, she is so adorable, man. She is something else. And she, she slyly be putting dad in his place because, you know me, that's like, Baby girl, the first time I saw her, you know, I, she smiled at me when I was putting, they pulled her out the womb and they held her up to the camera and I said her name and she smiled and the nurse was like, did that baby really smile at you? I'm like, of course, I've been singing to her since I knew she was in there. She know my voice and she still, you know, even though she is such a lady, she is daddy's girl. So she came and sat with me for a while. We was watching TV. She had me watching some crazy show. I'm like, oh my God, cut that off. <laughs> but she sat right up under dad. And I was right there happy about it. So we did Thanksgiving, man. Now, of course, I'm going to be touching back and forth on Thanksgiving. But I got to touch on my bears. Yep, the bears. They had a bye week and they needed it because they were starting to absorb a lot of injuries. But now they get to come off the bye week and go into the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. They going to Green Bay, and I'm so glad it's, like, not icy out there because I will say it's cold in Chicago, but it's definitely cold in Green Bay. So I'm glad that they're playing in decent weather, and they still don't have to play in front of fans, man. 
But uh, you, you think the Bears going to do something to Aaron Rodgers this week? <laughs> Call me at 877-711-5611 if you think the Bears have a shot at Green Bay. I don't. I mean, they just are who the Bears are who we thought they were. And it's jacked up because the defense is good. I, I could take that defense. But there's no point in having a good defense with a bad offense. And I think I got, like, a part of the – well, I wouldn't say solution. But I think I know why. Because when they're in practice – because, you know, they practice against each other. I think the defense is too hard on them. Now, do I have any proof of this? Have I seen the defense be hard? No, I haven't. But usually – when you have a team that's unbeatable, their offense is great, their defense is great. And when they scrimmage each other and they're in practice, you know, they get mad at each other, they toss each other around, but ultimately, that's who it is. I know the Bears' defense, they can't even practice right because the Bears' offense stinks. So, man, is it going to be Nick Foles? Is it going to be? They're saying that Mr. Trubisky may come back and play again before the season is over. <laughs> Are you excited about Mr. Trubisky playing? Mm. Uh, give me a call, 877-711-56. I just threw that number out. And you know the number. I'm not excited about Mr. Trubisky playing anymore. So, Mitchell, <sighs> do the best you can, man. Nothing beats a failure but a try. But I would rather been trying with Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. So how long Chicago fans going to cry about that? Until we get a good quarterback, I will be crying. So that's just me. How did you handle the Thanksgiving lockdown? Did you go out? Did you leave the city? Did you go and visit your family? You know, Lori, Lori Lightfoot and J.B. Priston, you know, the governor and the mayor of Chicago and Illinois, they were both really on that. They didn't want us to go anywhere. And Lori actually, like, tried to execute a curfew. Now, I'm going to say this about Lori's curfew and Lori, you know, putting all these things in place to try to keep us in the house none of that's constitutional Lori does not have the the right or the paralysis to tell us we have to stay home i'm not trying to hear Lori on that level and she's she's doing the best she can i mean i get it but you have to understand what you walked into chicago is a landmine right now and what's funny the news is not the same everywhere Everybody ain't arguing about people getting shot and killed. I get notifi notifications come to my phone every day. And they tell me so much about the people in Chatham. You know, I just got a notification that a lady's twins perished. They died because they were injured while she was, you know, in utero. So basically she was outside somewhere and somebody jumped on a beater down and they killed her twins. That's sad. I don't want to see that type of news come across my feed every day. But every day it happens. And I understand that. But there's also some good news in the world that's going on, too. You have to look around and be like, it all ain't bad. And if you're contributing to the bad news, that's your fault, man. That is your fault. You know that things are going on. And you have to do better as a person. That's why I was actually commending the American grit, man. People still walking around with those masks on and they're trying. They're like, man, I don't want COVID. I don't want nobody else to get COVID. So they're actually being responsible for the ones that they're around because the thing is with those masks, and I've said this before, and I think this is how the mask work. The mask keeps your COVID in. It keeps the COVID that you may have to yourself. 
So it's not like it's out there and it's airborne the way a lot of people. I see people driving in cars with masks on. Who 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 you finna get COVID from, man? Who you finna give COVID to? If you in the car by yourself and the windows rolled up, COVID must have already been inside your car, right? And then if you put the mask on, you still need to sanitize and wash your hands. So what are you doing inside your car with a mask on? You're being an idiot. That's how I feel. So don't keep your mask on in the car. You can take it off and breathe. You know, really only wear the mask when you're around people. And I don't like it. I hate it. I despise them. I mean, I'm a glass half full guy. I'm a hugger. I like to hug, man. I hug everybody. But you can't hug folks right now, you know. But if I see my mother, I mean, I remember uh, when I first kind of started going out, you know, I was putting the mask on. When they mandated the mask in Chicago, I was going to the bank and I saw my mama. She was there with my sister. And I'm like, what am I do? Go up and fist bump my mom? <laughs> they was doing these old congressmen were doing the kid and play kickstep for a while. Whatever. I'm going to hug my mother with my mask on or whatever. And I'm going to try to keep her safe. My mother's tough, man. She don't care about none of this pandemic. She don't like it, but hell, she's 78 years old. How are you going to try to make a 78 year old stay in the house? <laughs> That's Donald Trump. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I picks on Donald Trump. I do pick on him a lot, but do you all realize that he did actually something very nice this past Thanksgiving? What did he do? Nice. Because everybody knows the whole America. Well, I wouldn't say the whole America, because if America was all mad at him, he wouldn't have been able to put up the 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 resistance, the resistance to his not winning. But as president. He pardoned the turkeys. He sure did. And that was Trump at his finest. He was shining. He was doing his thing. He wasn't bothering nobody. It was just Donald Trump and a couple of turkeys. One of them's name is Corn, I think, and one is Cobb. And he pardoned them, as every president before him has done. And, you know, every year they pardon two turkeys and they let them live out their life or whatever. I, I thought it was cool. I wasn't mad at Donald Trump for that. I thought it was cool. You know, we, and I must admit, because I do believe that the media is behind a lot of the nonsense that we live through. And I'm a part of the media. I report things sometimes. <laughs> but he ain't been on TV as often. And I was looking around. I'm like, oh, wow, we ain't seen Donald Trump in a minute. And that I thought the media was doing it. That was him. He ain't want to come outside. He's mad that he lost the election. He should be upset. I would if I lost the election for president, you know, only got one term. And then he's like the only president in history to lose the popular vote twice. <laughs> the Americans did not want him, but he won the first one. He didn't want a second one. And he's trying to fight it. Oh, gosh. President Trump. Just come back in four years, man. And the thing is, I think he'll be able to do it. An 80-year-old Donald Trump, well, he'd be 78, I think. 78, close to 80. He'll be able to do it. I like seeing these old guys around, you know, and I'm going to touch on that in the next segment because it makes me feel like 45 is the new 25. Even though my knees and my shoulder, you know, it doesn't feel that way. But, hey. You know more. And I think at 45, your, your head is on right. A lot of people don't become millionaires until they hit their 40s. That's where it's supposed to be. And I've always said I wanted to be a millionaire. But 
as a 20 year old, you come in right out of mom's house and you can't get the things you want. You mad, man, I want to buy my own stuff. So I wanted to be a millionaire. And I thought that was the key to happiness. That was the way to do it. It's okay to be a millionaire, but you need to teach people how to be comfortable. The bills need to be paid. You know, Jared Daly in the show that I produce during the week, he's a money guy. Now, you know, a rich guy. Hey, I guess. <laughs> but he really talks about paying bills. And of course, I'm a, just a producer. I don't go on his show. I don't go back and forth with him because that's his show. But there are times where I'm like, I don't know, Jared, you you not right on certain things. But he was definitely right on getting a car. He was like, don't get a car. You know, get a car when you don't need it. And I was like, that's some good idea. Let me, uh, let me start looking at these cars. And sure enough, as soon as I brought my car, my other one went down. <laughs> so I guess I needed the car. I just didn't know it. But talking with Jared Dillian, he had me thinking about that. And I did get an old car. I got an older car. You know, I got one that is an older car. But, man, it's nice. And I don't believe in a car note. I think a car note is the worst bill you can have. And out of all of them, why are you going to pay $60,000 for a car? And then you got to pay all that music. Coming back, y'all, what state are we covering? This is the Daring America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We'll be back. Yeah. The Daring America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Welcome back, y'all. My man, Micah D, man, Indiana be blowing. And you know what? I, we did some verses. You know, I do a little karaoke on this. A little. I'm the king. I don't care what nobody says. I'm looking at this camera right here. I'm the king of karaoke in Chicago. That's right. I said it. But I do have a group. <laughs> I know I didn't. Do you think I'm the king of karaoke? Call me at 877-711-5611. I know I didn't take some people off. But I don't care. So. Any event, man, I did a little bit of verses and I am going to let me touch the verses. Now, this is my show. I can talk about what I want to talk about. Hmm. So I did some verses in my group. You know, we got it's barely it's 300 people in there. It's not like it's a lot of people. And I'm very selective on the folks that I let in my group because, you know, some people, they get in there and they want to put everybody else and they mama advertisements up in there. And they ain't never been to one of my sets, but they do a lot of posting and stuff. And I when I don't like it, I'm like, you ain't never came out to support the mothership. That's what I call my karaoke. Everybody got to have a snazzy name. So I'm that smooth karaoke mothership. And if you don't support it, I'm not going to support you. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you can't support everybody. You can try. Everybody wants support. But don't get in my group and just start blithering everything and, and advertising. And you ain't even singing in there, but you want to put all these other good singers. It's not an open mic. I don't mind open mic, but it really ain't an open mic. It is karaoke. You know, you're supposed to read the screen. If you don't know the words, you can make up your words. I don't mind making up words as long as you sing to the beat. And some people just refuse to do that. But in any event, I put some verses in there. And, you know, I was just jacking around. I put this person versus this person, you know, a dreadlocks challenge. I put, you know, the, the worst singers challenge, you know, all that type of stuff. Do you know people started harassing me about that? Folks started to act like, well, when you going to put me in there? Oh, I ain't heard my name yet. I'm like, <laughs> and you are. And I ain't got no problem at who the mm, are you 
especially when you're trying to get into something that I'm doing for my head. I mean, hey, you got to give me a little credit. I actually do remember a lot of these people because they come out of support. They come and they sing. They get the little drinks and they have fun and they're doing their thing. If I ain't seen you in 100 years, don't act like I know your song. And I don't know why people do that. I ain't seen you in, in a year, two years. Oh, you know my song. Do you put me in? Um, yeah, how about no? I don't know your song. And even if I know you, if I see your song every week, you need to tell me what that song is. I mean, hey, when I was like a young buck and I started this in my 30s, it was cool. You know, I was catching everybody's songs and I could see you before you hit the floor. You know, you hit the room. But if I don't know you, I don't know you. And if you ain't seen me, come on, man. I didn't grow beards. I didn't been fat. I'm, I'm not skinny now, but I've done. I've changed over the years. And I'm sure you have. So don't act like you're supposed to be celebrated when I don't know you. I'm just saying. And I bet you they ain't looking at this live right now. So this is the sound of one hand clapping again. <laughs> so that's how it is. I choose who's versed in my group. And it's a versus. Do you all do realize that verses are just the thought of the people? It's what if. And if they do do a versus, so what? It's not really what we think it is. Britney Spears ain't finna go against Beyonce, and that's who I would love to see. You know, they're not the same genre, but I want to see Britney Spears because I think Britney is sexy. And Beyonce is like, oh, my God. But I want to see them both go head to head. They're never going to do it. So that'll just be me in my mind wondering, you know, you can take greatest movies and put them together and be like this movie versus. That's fine. But it's all hearsay. It's, it's what you think. If you think this person is better than this person. Fine, that's okay. So in my group, this is what I think. And I didn't even decide on a lot of them. I was just putting up posts just to be putting up posts. And people were actually harassing me about it. So we'll see. Hmm. That's how I feel about it. Who's your favorite verses? I throw it out there. Call me 877-711-5611. Let me know what you think a good verses would be. And it ain't got to be singers or rappers. It could be what you think. I mean, Phi Beta Sigma versus Kappa Alpha Psi. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop, man. I, I'm old. When I was younger, I used to get off into that stuff. I don't care anymore. Kappas, good luck to you. Congratulations. Alphas, Omegas, Iotas, Betas, whatever. Mm. And watch out and forget somebody. It'll be, you ain't say nothing about me, man. Or my, okay, dude, whatever. Masons was first. <laughs> All right, y'all. You, We do know that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. are fighting tonight. And I touched on that briefly last segment. Are you buying the fight? Nancy Drew, I got to ask you, and this is early for you, but I'm asking you right now, who you got, Tyson versus uh, Roy Jones? Um, Aren't they, like, super old? Or, <laughs> I mean, Mike Tyson, I know. He, he, he's got to be up there, right? They both up there. They're both Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, that's I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I didn't want to sound stupid, but... um. Yeah, flip a coin. Is, is it like, okay, <laughs> is it around neck? time or something girl like. <laughs> they fighting each other man and you trying to give them excuse no they're gonna actually step in the ring and fight i i don't know uh, i'm gonna say mike tyson uh, you know what and i've been i thinking, don't know girl i don't none of us know these 50 plus year old men are about to beat the hell out of each other they have got to be older than that mike tyson is 54 roy jones is 51 he's only 54 years old mike tyson that's all it, well probably because he's had his face beat a lot. He looks a bit older than that to me. Well, he is gray. 
Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't put the the face tattoo on there, but uh. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I think it's. I don't know. It's weird and cruel a bit. Yeah. To they're they should be relaxing yeah. having some sweet tea on the front porch girl <laughs> come on now fighting each other i'm saying why are they fighting everybody's right. saying well they need a few million i'm like it wouldn't it's not enough millions to make me stand in front of mike tyson and i'm 45 i'm not gonna fight him so, okay look at you mm-hmm. and look at mike tyson mm-hmm. you're telling me he is like 10 years older than you mm-hmm. and he looked better than me no <laughs> Shoot. You look way younger than him. In the face. But Mike's body oh, well, is just okay. crazy. Right. I, was, I was talking about the face. Uh-huh. Well, I take that. I, I mean, I look better than Mike Tyson anyway. I better. Well, young I look better than anybody. Girl. Well, I'm whatever. Yeah. See, <laughs> would you actually fight Mike Tyson right now? Call yes. me. Oh, oh, oh I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> Nancy, I, I love you. And I know you tough as hell, but Mike will beat no, the crud no, out of he, you. He, he would. Yes. You need to call in right now. 877 <laughs> 5611 mm. we need to hear from you mm-hmm. this is important stuff mm. i love that we're talking about this mm-hmm. i'm gonna talk about it because this is this is good stuff i like this i like this would you fight mike tyson right now call us 877-711-5611 would you fight how many millions would it take for you to fight mike tyson you know and, and i'm not ruling the ladies out either i mean ladies do you think you can stand in front of mike tyson right now i mean hey mike is something else man and then Roy Jones, he's a little worried about it. He should be. <laughs> what state are we covering? We are covering the state of holidays today on the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Come on back. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay. Back to the show. This is the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Come on, Crusaders. That's La La Land. That boy can sing the phone book. And I put him in my group, you know, the the, the challenges and the verses. And I put him against a guy named Bilal. They both under six feet. And I think they both dope. I wasn't about to choose between them. I love singing with both of them, but... People's like get attitudes. What's up, Nancy? But would they fight Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> See, Bilal's smooth self. He probably wouldn't. He he may look at him like he would, but Bilal not finna fight him. Crucellus, I'm not too sure. I'd be trying to give him credit because I'd be thinking he's you know extra smooth. But Crucellus may try to fight Mike Tyson. He might get him enough alcohol. <laughs> All right, hmm. fair. See, that's that's from Nancy Drew. She want to see Crucellus versus Mike Tyson. If you want to see Crucellus versus Mike Tyson, call us at 877-711-5611. I know he'll get a kick out of that one. (laughs) All right, y'all. So the state we're covering is the state of holidays. Man, the first thing I want to address, and I I don't mind if you call in or whatever. Why folks putting a tree up around Halloween? Yeah, I said it. And that 
that grinds my gears because I'm one that wants everybody to have their time. I want Thanksgiving to have his time. I want Halloween to have his time. I want Christmas to have his time. Don't put your tree up early because those are the ones whose tree is up all year long and they ain't going to do nothing about it. You know, you're putting lights around your house and you're doing all of this. Come on, Nancy. Are you want to push a tree up early? No, I agree with you 100%. 100%. Hmm. The day after Thanksgiving, I'll put it up. And go. then I'll spend like the week just decorating it and stuff. But I agree. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is for the turkey. Hmm. Halloween is for the ghosts. Hmm. And Christmas comes afterwards. Thank you kindly. Yes. Thank you kindly. See, that's from Nancy Drew. That's what I'm talking about, man. We ain't putting up no dang on tree early. I mean, think about it. It's not like it's the easiest thing in the world. And I got kids, and they be, oh, Dad, I don't want to put the tree up. Even when they was little, you know, they like the tree to go up, but they don't want to put they don't want to work in. I mean, it's mainly me putting the tree up. And even this year, you know, I'm going to put my tree up, and but I'm waiting until December. It's not time for the trees to go up yet. If you put your tree up around Thanksgiving, and I keep saying Thanksgiving because I don't even consider Halloween as a time, but people were putting their trees up around Halloween. In retail, I worked in retail a lot of years. They start doing Christmas sales around Halloween. Not fair. It's wrong. And that's because Americans are greedy and Americans want to make that money. That's what it boils down to. All of this is because of money. And think about it. You, all that money that you spend on candy for Halloween, you get the costumes. I mean, that, I'm in the middle of that, too. I bought a Michael Jackson jacket, vintage. It's 3X, <laughs> but I bought this giant size Michael Jackson jacket. I put it on. You know, I had the wig and I pulled my pants up and I rolled my socks up and showed my white socks. I didn't glitter my socks. I'm sorry. But I did spend some money on a costume and it cost me some money. Why are we putting up Christmas trees around Halloween? That's crazy and that's lazy. And I'm calling you out. If you put your tree up now, I will say this. One of my people was on the on the website today they were on live and she was like well what if they want to change their attitude that's a good idea because right now especially the way covid is kicking in they, and Lori Lightfoot telling us to stay in we can't go and visit our people it does drive you insane so how are you doing christmas this year i mean let's before i go to christmas let me back up just a smidge how was your thanksgiving did you honor Lori's wishes did you stay in the house? Did you spend time with your loved ones? And if you haven't seen them in a while, because I know people who are having babies right now and they like, man, I want to see my grandkids. I want to go and visit them. This COVID sucks. But you don't necessarily want the grandbabies right now because they're new and their immune system is so new. They're getting used to all of our germs. We have to you know, get them inoculated and all that stuff. But. You don't necessarily want to be around them because they'll give you some stuff that will knock you down. I remember my kids would get sick in, in nursery school and they would bring it home and it would floor me. So did Lori have the right idea making us quarantine for Thanksgiving? Is she going to do it for Christmas? But the vaccine is on its way. And I've, I've been hearing bad stuff about it. I've been hearing good stuff about it. Are you going to take the vaccine? Call me, 877-711-5611. Will you take the vaccine? Will you get your flu shot this year? 
I know some people that have, and they ain't been feeling well from that. But it's the flu shot. They're injecting antibodies inside of your body, and it very well could work against you. It could make you sick. It could make you ultimately sick. But are you going to take it? You know, me and Nancy was having this conversation earlier. She like, I ain't taking that vaccine yet. And I can't be mad at her. Hell, why should she? I'm going to take the vaccine. And I know people like, D-Silk, you crazy. Why would you do that? Well, I'm traditionally around a lot of people. And honestly, I think I may have had COVID. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think we all have had some version of COVID-19. We may have all had some version of swine flu. We may have all had some version of bird flu. We've had it. I think, you know, in order for us to live on, because I've bought in, you know, I've been following the science and I've bought in. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to just stay here. And this 2020 sucked. It sucks staying here, man. It sucked just being in one place. You got to do it, though. You have to do it. It's what the science says. And then it became political because you saw the governors of certain states they was like, you know what, man, we through with COVID. We're done. We're COVID it out. They opened their, their economy back up. You know, people still had the option of wearing masks or not. How is it that COVID is not in South Carolina right now? And I'm just picking names out, but I do believe that South Carolina's mayor was like, I'm done with it. And then it's still in Chicago. And Chicago has been like really wrestling with this. Lori Lightfoot has been out front. You know, she's leading the charge. But... I like how Lori kind of went behind the doors when they started talking about the riots and when they started talking about violence. Then Lori kind of was, ooh, she shot away from that. But she was on top of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, Lori, um, I got to respect the job that you're trying to do. You are our mayor, and you're trying to do the best you can. But you got to pick your battles. And I don't believe that anytime you shouldn't, like, sweep violence under the rug. I have my own feelings about violence in Chicago. And I'll say this until I'm blue in the face and people don't agree with me. I don't care. It's my show. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but I don't think that we should have guns. I don't. And, I, and see, it's hard to say that because you got the people who are being responsible. Man, my frat brothers are responsible. You know, Nancy Drew and Mr. Nancy Drew, they're responsible. They're not out here robbing people and they're using them to defend themselves if they have to. I'm not mad at that, but these jackasses that are out here robbing folk and carjacking folk and just shooting people for no reason because they feel like it bothers. I still don't understand what the Chicago rappers are beefing about. Ain't none of them any good. They are like trying to make their come out, but they all talking about how much money they make. They're all talking about how they just the hardest dude in the world. I mean, Chief Keith don't even live in Chicago no more. He couldn't because people was trying to get him. He left Chicago. Why are we fighting each other? I don't understand it. I'm not feeling this. So I want to talk about the holidays. What are you doing for Christmas? Does it even really still mean something to you? You know, I did a news for you like a few weeks ago. Maybe it's this week. I don't know. I do them every day, so I lose them. But Jesus wasn't even born in December. Y'all realize that, right? <laughs> he was born closer to March. It's the pagan in us. We decided that we're going to give Christ a holiday. And then think about it. Everybody that was here in America weren't all Christian. You know, the Native Americans were here first. And 
of course, the the British. I'm blaming the British. We ain't blamed them for nothing in a long time. Let's blame the British. They came over and they started bothering folk and they throwing people off of cliffs talking about, do you believe in God? And all? Yeah, I, I believe they did all of that. But it's not about that. I like Christmas because it actually gives us a chance to come together and celebrate. And if we want to put it on the birth of Christ, okay, fine. If you want to say he was born in December, that's fine. It gives us a reason to all come together. That's why I like holidays. And holidays, I haven't always celebrated them. It's not something that you do every year. It's something that you, when you feel it and you put it out there, and that's okay. If you're not feeling the holidays right now, eh, you can hide inside your house, but the world is going to let you know that it is Christmas time. So how much hiding can you do? Do you hide and ignore the holiday? How do you celebrate your holidays when you don't have children? Children are the ones that bring it up. Call me 877-711-5611. It's a big deal for kids. You know, they want to die those Easter eggs. They want to be Thanksgiving. They look towards that stuff. I remember when I used to come home from school, I wanted my mama to cook so bad. I looked for her to cook. That's what we're talking about. How are you celebrating your holidays? Are they still important to you? Do you pay attention to those? Or is it about money? Now, fortunately, I mean, I got almost 5,000 friends on my Facebook account. I can't buy all them no presents. <laughs> and if you think you're getting something from me, you get the same thing from me you got last year. How about that? <laughs> People are like, what if you got something from me? Hmm, I don't know. So, we are coming up on a break. The Chronicles are next, y'all. They juicy, too. What state did we cover? We covered the state of holidays. This is the Daring America Show, United States Champion of Justice. Let's get it. Let's go. Okay. It's like... Ramona Ramona Hernandez and she got a new last name too and I just saw it and I didn't commit it to memory I ain't mad at Ramona well I'm mad because she ain't listening to my show and I'm playing her song <laughs> so what's up y'all the state we covered was the state of the holidays and I'm still looking if you want to chime in you can always chime in on my Facebook page that's facebook.com slash dsilksims it's dsilk.sims that's my page. You know, it, it, I keep my page open. I've been thinking about throwing it away, but no. And I have a Daring America page, too. So that's kind of like the overflow. So when I start using it, so you can join on there. But just join in. I mean, I know you have an opinion. Opinions are like backsides. We all got them. Hmm. So we are going into the chronicles of the American night. Man, what's up, Nancy Drew? You ready to do this? I'm ready. These are nice, too. I, I kind of like this one. This first one, it touched me. A, a certain type of way. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, Nancy will put in her feedback. You all should chime in too. If you got any answers, you can always call me at 877-711-5611 or leave it on my Facebook page. Here we go. Dear Darian, Thanksgiving and Christmas are particularly difficult for me. I am alone in this world. This season reminds me of this every year. To make it even worse, my fiance died the day before Thanksgiving two years ago. I know it's cliche, but what do the lonely do at Christmas time? Wow. Mm. Nancy, I'm going to let you swing first. That's deep. Yes. Um, first of all, it's not cliche. Hmm. It's real. Um, 
My husband passed away on New Year's Eve mm. 10 years ago this year. Wow. So I have a little bit of experience yep. with um, lonely during Christmas time, you know, having that last Christmas together and, wow. and all of that. Um, and then New Year's Eve, he was gone. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was lonely. It was lonely for a long time. Again, it, it was 10 years ago. I just got married last year, mm-hmm. being married. Um, so I've been married for about a year and a half now. And um, it didn't take eight years mm. to become unlonely, okay. but it did get easier over time. And so I want to encourage you. It's only been two years. Two years isn't that long, um, but it gets it gets easier. And what you do during Christmas time is you surround yourself with people you love and you people who love you that will remind you that your loved one is gone mm. and their life, and I don't know if this is a female or a male, but their life ended, mm-hmm. but yours has not. Okay. And your loved one will want you to be happy and to move forward. And in time, you're going to be able to do that. That's I some, promise you. That's some good advice, man. I mean, Nancy Drew hit the nail on the head. This is difficult, man. It, it, no, it's not cliche. I don't ever want you to feel like your feelings are cliche. You definitely don't need to suffer in silence. Tell the people what's going on, man. Tell your, your your people how you really feel. Let them know. I'm not happy right now. I'm working on it. I mean, realistically speaking, my boy, my best friend, my brother, he passed away right before Thanksgiving. Man, and if I sat here and told you that it wasn't a night that went by where I didn't think about him or a day, I loved him and I think a lot about him. And when people call me, man, D, I'm just checking on you. Yeah, it hurts. And I'm and until I'm totally okay with this, I'm going to move forward. But don't suffer in silence. You know, you don't have to beat your drum and beat your chest. Oh, my God, I'm so sad. Everything is just the worst. The world is terrible. The world is bad right now. COVID is kicking everybody's butt. But this is the time where if you want to be by yourself for a while, you can be by yourself. But then you need to go ahead and let people know I'm hurting and I want you to understand that. And like Nancy says, surround yourself with people that love you because they're going to tell you there are times when you need unbiased love, but then there are times when you need biased love and your best friends are the ones who give you the most bias. A girl, he ain't no good anyway. You so that's okay. It's all that money. We going to make you some, I, you know what? I appreciate that. And sometimes you need that. And I love it. Because there are times when the world is going to kick you straight in the backside and there will be nobody there for you and you will be alone to figure out what it is. The holidays are not that time. So reach out and make sure you're not suffering in silence. Mm, that was thick, man. I hate that, man. They died right before Thanksgiving. It, man, that sucks. Who? Oh. Well, any event. Come on, D-Silk. Let's keep it moving. Nancy Drew, here come number two. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dear Darian, (laughs) I think I'm ready to move away from Chicago. (laughs) I'm sick of the cold. I'm even more sick of the political game. If you could move anywhere in the country, where would you go and why? I'm going to let Nancy Mm. Drew swing first. That's a good question. Go south. Go somewhere (laughs) warm. I agree with you. I am sick of the cold and even more sick of the political political game. Mm. I am with you 100%. Mm. Um, 
I love Tennessee. Mm. I don't know what it is about Tennessee. Mm. Florida's nice. It's a little humid. I like Texas. Mm. Uh, California's a little... Uh, Mm. But um, I'm going to say Tennessee because you have the mountains and you have some beautiful scenery. Wow. But you also have a change in season. It's just not as crazy of a change as it is here in Chicago. And I kind of like that change in season a bit. Mm. Yes. Okay. Tennessee. That's fair. Nancy Drew says she going to Tennessee. Did What did Tennessee? The same thing at Arkansas. All right. <laughs> that is a good question. Where would I go? Because my thought process has really been more along the lines of work because I would love to go to Texas. I mean, I want to be where it's warm, too. But then Texas and down in that area, they be having hurricanes and stuff. And I can handle snow. Snow sucks. And we've had, you know, the biggest snow we've had is really 2011 is the biggest snow that I've seen. So I don't know. But if it were me, I'm going to choose one of these suburbs in Illinois. And it could be smaller towns. I've actually thought about going to Effingham. You know, I know that the racism, it is what it is. And that ain't going nowhere. My caramely brown skin is going to be caramely brown whether they like it or not. But I want to go that way in Illinois because, I'm number one, I'm used to Illinois. You know, I'm, I can, I'm used to the politics. And I may want to go into politics one day. So this is a perfect place to start. And then I want to start my own radio station. So I want that airspace between Kankakee and Champaign. And then when you get past Champaign, you go a little bit towards Effingham. So I'm trying to find somewhere in that area to really have my, just take over the town. Big fish, small pond. That's what I think is going to be good for me. But of course, you got to go where you ready to go. If you say you're tired of the cold, you need to leave the north. There's nothing good in the north. Memphis is a good place. Tennessee, I was thinking about Memphis once upon a time because it's not traditionally as cold as it is in Illinois. And they have their moments where it may get down to a certain temperature, but it's not Chicago cold. But, hey, man, I want to be where my industry is. And then I can kind of leave it or whatever and come back and be in that small town, that small town environment. That's what we, hey, there it is, y'all. It's too fast. This has been the Daring America Show, United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Good afternoon. i see y'all next Saturday. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.